Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. This is your host, Hal Elrod, and thank you so much for being here today, listening to the show. I know you've got so many options, infinite options in the podcasting space, and so I am so grateful and appreciative that you have chosen to tune in today, and you picked a good day. This is a conversation that I just wrapped up with Radha Agarwal, and if you don't know Radha, she, actually it's my second time having her on the podcast. We had her on uh, back in 2018 to talk about her new book at the time, Belong, Find Your People, Create Community, and Live a More Connected Life. Well, today she is back on the podcast to talk about, well, actually, it's actually her and I are announcing a partnership between her community and the Miracle Morning community that I think is going to be extraordinary and and really positive for you, for, for her community, for the Miracle Morning community, for us, all of us, but really, really cool. Now, I'll give Rada a proper introduction in just a minute, but we're going to talk today about a different way to optimize your morning. Rada leads the Daybreaker community, over a half million people on over 100 countries. I don't think there are 100 continents around the world. And we are, again, we're partnering. She leads this Daybreaker movement, which you'll hear about more today, but it's uh, been going since 2013, and they do these morning meditation, yoga, and dance parties around the world in some of the most iconic venues. And so we are partnering, and they're going to be leading Miracle Mornings now at the Daybreaker events. Really, really, really cool. And you'll hear the fun details around that. Before I dive in and before I officially introduce Rada, I want to uh, thank my sponsor, the sponsor of the podcast, who believes in our work and contributes in a way that makes this work for me and my family, it's Organifi. And if you're like me, you know the importance of eating healthy, but you may not always have the time or the willpower to cook with all the colors of the rainbow as we all should. Organifi's superfood blends make it easy and enjoyable to add more variety and nutrition to your day. These are delicious organic powders you can add to water, stir in with a spoon, and enjoy any time for more energy, nutrition, hormone balance, and peace of mind. They're a great way to jumpstart your morning, energize your afternoon, or nourish and wind down during the evening. I use Organifi every single day, and I have for about half a decade. Head over to Organifi.com forward slash Hal. That is spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com forward slash Hal to check out their wide array of health and nutrition supplements. And then if you find something there that you love as much as I love their products, use the code HAL at checkout, H-A-L, and all listeners of the Achieve Your Goals podcast, we have a special uh, deal with them. You get an extra 20% off your entire order, even off of the already, uh, you know, any sale prices that they have. So Organifi.com forward slash HAL, and then use the code HAL at checkout. And now... I want to give an official introduction to my friend. She's becoming more and more of a friend. Every time I have her on the podcast and talk to her in between, we uh, we just connect at a deeper level and realize that we have such aligned missions in the world. Radha Agrawal is an entrepreneurial force. She has co-founded, sold, and invested in multiple, you ready for this? Nine 
figure businesses, not seven figure, not eight figure, nine figure businesses. And she is the co-founder, CEO, and chief community architect of Daybreaker. I mentioned that a minute ago. It's the global morning dance music and wellness movement in five continents, not a hundred, like I said, with a community of almost half a million people around the globe. Now, listen to this. This is pretty cool. And actually, I asked her about this. I wanted to hear the story of how this came to be. She and her Daybreaker team spent the first three months of 2020 touring with Oprah on a nine arena. These are like arenas with 20,000 seats plus sold out tour where Rada opened every stop of the tour and led 155,000 people through a motivational movement experience with 30 dancers, musicians, and performers behind her. It was essentially she brought Daybreaker into these Oprah events. It was incredible. And her book, Belong, which is what I talked about on the last podcast with her, it teaches you how to find your people, create community, and live a more connected life. And uh, last but not least, Rada is pioneering the field of functional happiness. She is an innovator, I'm telling you. She's writing her next book, The Joyride, and she lives between Brooklyn, New York, and her farm in Rhinebeck with her family. And her most coveted title is Mother. It's my great pleasure to you to introduce to you a different way to optimize your morning with Rada Agrawal. All right, Rada. So I don't know if you remember this. I just went back today in preparation for our conversation. I went back this morning and I re-listened to our last conversation on the podcast, which was episode 248. For anyone that wants to go back and listen to it. Here's what I don't... I didn't remember this until I listened to it. The episode starts out by me saying, hey, Rada and I have been talking for an hour on Zoom before we finally hit record. Because it was the first time we had met. And I'm like, I've never talked to anybody for an hour before. And you you had... I was saying you had to push back meetings and stuff. And so I thought today we're going to do the opposite. I literally... You jumped on Zoom and I said, let's record. Let's not prepare. Let's dive right in because I, I just don't have another hour to, to talk to you before we talk. <laughs> you know, well, there's always after. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hey, great to see you. So you uh, you just Good got back see- from lunch with mom and dad? Yeah, yeah. When my, my surprise, the crap out of my parents. We rang the doorbell. They opened the door. I haven't seen them in months and months. And they just freaked out. And, and then my dad was like, let's go for Indian buffet. And so we went for Indian buffet. And so <laughs> um, I was running late for this podcast for that very reason. But it was, you, can't, it was, you can't rush Indian buffet with mom and dad. I mean, <laughs> it really is these precious moments. And my parents are just so deeply thrilled to see us and my daughter, their grandson, granddaughter as well. So I was really, really happy to be here. Beautiful. Beautiful. How old is your daughter now? <laughs> she just turned three. So she's a three-nager and my future boss, <laughs> actually very present boss, essentially. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love, I, 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 you know, I see your stuff on social and it just seems like you're giving her a very adventurous, loving, beautiful life. So... I said she's blessed to have you as a mom and I'm sure vice versa. Oh, that means so much. I feel I feel very blessed to have her too. But thank you for saying that. <laughs> Beautiful. So let's do this. So we last time I had you on again, episode 248, your new book had just come out and I was reading it. And that was the... I reached out to you through our mutual friend, Brianna Greenspan. And that was the focus of that episode is talking about... Your book is called Belong, Find Your People, Create Community, and Live a More Connected Life. And if anybody's listening, if you haven't listened or read that book, highly, highly recommend it. Again, it's Belong, 
And it's about exactly what the subtitle says, finding your people. It's overcoming this loneliness that we're all, many people are facing right now, really finding a community that you can feel a sense of belonging, where you feel acknowledged, you feel safe, et cetera. Today, we are going, we're actually, it's almost like we're talking about, but we're really, it's an announcement. We're announcing a partnership that is years in the making between your community, Daybreaker, and the Miracle Morning community. And because it was probably seven years ago that Brianna Greenspan said, Hal, do you know about Daybreaker? And at the time I said, I don't. She said, it's these morning, like almost like dance party raves where they do like meditation and yoga. She goes, it's like half of the miracle morning, but in like this live three hour experiential event. And she goes, you've, you've got to collaborate. You guys are so connected. And so it took us so many years, but, uh, but better late than never. And so here just, we I, are. Here we are, right? Like, <laughs> this is so cool. And I want to announce, I just want to announce right off the bat for anybody listening, the Daybreaker, they're doing a tour. It starts, it actually started, uh, this This will come out on what, the 23rd of February. So it started on the 20th in Miami. And then, but tomorrow, if you're listening to this live or the first day it came out, tomorrow in Washington, D.C. is the next stop on this 10 city tour. And what they're doing, here's the exciting part. Rada and her team are integrating the Miracle Morning into the Daybreaker experience. They're going to lead everybody through the savers. So it's just this beautiful way of bringing our communities together, like-minded communities, to experience some some miracles together at these events. So Rada, uh, thank you for a- thank you for being willing to do this. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, what a what a beautiful reunion of two such sort of simpatico communities. And yeah, you're totally right. Brianna was right all along seven years ago. We should have been playing in the same sandbox all these years, but so excited to welcome your amazing Miracle Morning community to Daybreaker and introduce the Miracle Morning and Savers to our community as well. So it really feels again so deeply mission aligned and play aligned. So I'm just excited to to yeah, play together. We've always talked about doing like Miracle Morning meetups or some form of live Miracle Mornings because we have, you know, millions of members of our community all around the world and they meet virtually online and that sort of thing, right? But it's like, we've never really had, I've done a couple of live events myself, but we've never, this is one of the first opportunities for Miracle Morning members to meet and do a Miracle Morning together at these Daybreaker events. So let's start with this. If somebody's listening and they're like I was seven years ago and they go, "Ah, what's Daybreaker? I never heard of it. In your own words, what is Daybreaker? Yes, yeah, so a daybreaker is a morning dance party that really brings all the elements of our favorite parts of the morning together. So it starts with a one-hour yoga, but that is like scored by live instruments, scored by you know guitar, a drum, a hand-pan piano. While you're sort of uh, doing your yoga practice, you're also being infused with music and and the arts, right? So it's not just a, a typical yoga class. And then the venue that we always do daybreakers and are always the iconic venue. So across the country. We're doing them at the Wisdom in Los Angeles. We're doing at the New World Symphony in Miami. We're doing them at the at Meow Wolf in, in Denver. And there's all kinds of Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. So really, really iconic spaces all around the country. So the first hour is yoga. The second two hours is wild, immersive dance party that brings, again, sort of elements of the arts and theaters. So it's not just a two-hour dance party, but it's like it has a live horn section, has aerialists, fire spinners, break dancers. Every few minutes, you sort of turn around the dance floor and it's like this wild 
miracle that's happening in front of you essentially right and and then we end the dance party with a 15 minute what we call a secret concert integration where we do visualization and meditation we have a a singer songwriter or a poet come and share we have community sharing in those moments as well and we end with a vocal toning where everyone reads a a quote together before we head out to our separate days so it's a gorgeous arc that we all live together there's about 500 to a thousand of us that meet every time. So it's just small enough where it feels intimate, but big enough where it feels you can get lost in the crowd and make make new friends. It's like a beautiful, to me, size for real, real intimacy and play. So that's sort of the David Grant nutshell, but it's essentially, the last thing I was going to say was like, we're taking all the good stuff of nightlife and keeping that in the morning and taking all the bad stuff out, the mean bouncer looking up and down, take that out, replace it with a hugging committee, right? Like yeah. we replace the alcohol with green juice, coffee, and tea. We replace the, everyone, their cell phone and spilt beverages all over you with green juice and, and, and sort of yummy breakfast bites that are all free as well for our attendees. And we always add performative elements to it too. When most nightlife experiences are just DJs pushing buttons the entire time. Right. So, so yes, yeah, so it's got a, it's got sort of an array of all the good stuff, the sexiness, the, that dressing up, the feeling, you know, just the gorgeous parts of yourself but all again at the beginning of your day, not at the end of your day. Yeah, it's the essence of the Miracle Morning is starting your day by optimizing yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And I would say that Daybreaker is starting your day by optimizing yourself physically, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, right? Like, I mean, it's thing. literally that. You, I could have just said that in a nutshell and, and been done with it, yeah. but I wanted well, to give so a So I want to ask you about how Oprah, I was on the site, Oprah uh, on tour, but actually before we uh, talk about Oprah, I actually want to go back a little further so you started Daybreaker, I know, 2013. I went back, like I said today, I listened to our first conversation. We talked a little bit about Daybreaker during that. Here's what I would love to impart for everybody listening. Everybody listening, right? This is the Achieve Your Goals podcast. And that's this podcast started out many years ago as like helping people achieve their goals. And it's, it's evolved a bit since then, but that's still I still return to that. Here's what I want to ask. You have this idea to do something that nobody in the history of the world, to my knowledge, had ever done before. Right? That's right. Let's let's flip raves on their head. Let's replace alcohol with green juice, right? And to me, it was an idea. Everybody listening has idea after idea after idea, including myself. I've had many ideas and I have not acted on more of those ideas than I've acted on, right? But thankfully, like the miracle morning was an idea that I saw the the benefit, I saw what good it could do, and I acted on it. So my question for you is going back to that time, 2013, when you had this idea. Give me a sense of both logistically, but also like mentally and emotionally, how did you go from an idea to eight years later doing worldwide tours at the most iconic venues ever with people like Oprah on your stage introducing you? Like, how did you take it from an idea to taking action on it? Yeah. So I think an idea is only as good as its execution, right? So for everyone listening, like time to execute. But you know, I think for me, the first thing was to not see it as a kind of pressure cooker must be perfect, right? It's just like, let's look at this as a social experiment or an art project and start with that sort of lens. So if it works, so for whatever reason, if it doesn't work, okay, great, we'll go you know, early one morning and packed up my DJ equipment and went to the office after that, right? But that was the worst case scenario. So what's now, the best quick, case? Were you a DJ back then? Actually, I don't remember. No, what no. were you doing at the time? Oh, I was starting an underwear company called Thinks Underwear okay. with my sister, which also since, you know, we sort of sold that for nine figures and it was like a big, it was a big, big 
life-changing exit for us too. And I really think that dance and morning miracles supported the growth and eventual success of that business. But yes, I was in the hamster wheel of entrepreneurship, building things with my sister, doing the Kickstarter. I had another startup too that I was working on as well. And this really was just an idea of like, how can we just get people together? I was, I'm a woman. I, I was actually also an investor in one of the biggest night clubs in New York City as well called Verboten at the time. But I would go there and it was so, it just felt like zombie land. And there was everyone dressed up to the nines, but everyone hopped up on some new designer drug to stay awake because they're exhausted from their day at work, right? So, so it was just like, how can we actually, again, sort of turn nightlife on its head? How can we take all the good stuff, the dressing, all the things I just said, and really sort of change it up. And, and I think the first thing I did, two things that me and my co-founder at the time, I, I since bought him out, but my co-founder and I, at the time, we, we did two things. The first was, let's write down what are the core values of this community that we want to create together. Mm. So the core values for Daybreaker are wellness, camaraderie, self-expression, mindfulness, and mischief. And those five core values are the lens that we still look at every single partnership, every single venue partner, every single collaboration, like Miracle Morning. Do you guys align with these five core values? Hell yeah, you do, right? So yeah. so these five core values, the first thing was like, even before whether it was a social experiment that worked or not, we wanted to just come at it from a very thoughtful, intentional place. That was phase, that was step one. Step two, and I think probably the most important part of this equation was we spent two days debating who would be on our first invite list, right? And I think so often, especially with event creation, community creation, we're just like, we just want people to come to the event. So we'll just like hope anybody and everybody comes. So we'll just send out a, a giant press announcement to as many people as we can and hope to get tickets sold or butts and seats. But what we did differently was we made it password protected and we wrote down 300 names that we debated over two days. Yes, no. Oh, this person's kind of a shit talker. This is kind of a negative <laughs> Nelly. Or that person's going to be like, I'm not waking up at 6 a.m. to go dance sober on a weekday morning. That, sorry, part of the French. But it's just like, you know, so we really spent time being like, who is going to be an FYF? In my book, Belong, I talk about FYF. It's a fuck yeah friend. Yeah. Someone who's going to be like, oh, F yeah, I'm going to go. You can bleep this out. But like, yeah. F yeah, I'm going to try this literally weekday morning sober dance party before going to work like how many more variables can we throw at this thing <laughs> and see who shows up right and i think that also created the boundaries or the guardrails the constraints for our community and that's the c in my method i call crawl method for community building but that piece of it i think of like taking the two days to write down who our core community was to start was really the centrifuge of energy that grew the movement to what it is today. Because I really believe that that very first fire starter was that sort of vibe fire that everybody wanted to warm themselves up to it, right? Because it was such a good vibe and it was such a great alchemy of, of energies coming together. That, that was super, super intentional. And I call it the crawl method because, so it's like I, I came up with this method in, in my book, but I but I can share that here as well. And this is also some of the main things that we did. So Defining our core values, defining our core community, that's the C in the crawl method. The R is defining our rituals. What are the rituals in our community? Mm. Miracle Mornings has amazing yeah. rituals. You guys are steeped in that. So our rituals at Daybreaker was the hug at the door, it was the intention ceremony at the end, the read aloud of the poem. It was the dancing group hug moment during the dance party. It was all these elements that we added to the dance experience that added ritual. The A is defining your aesthetics. What are the aesthetics of our community, mm. right? So what does it look like? I mean, so much of the community space is like websites designed like in 1992, you know, really poor design, really sort of like 
people who don't consider design as an important part of community architecture, but it really, really is. The W in your qual method is defining your why. Why is this community viable over time? Why is this community financially viable? Why are you the right person to lead this community? There's like six or seven questions for the W's for why in my book as well. That's a couple of them and I can remember off the top of my head. And then the L in the crawl method is defining your language. Like, how are you speaking mm. to your community? And I think from the very beginning, my avatar was like a millennial-minded, sort of like intelligent type A go-getter person, like the Miracle Morning community, I'm guessing. But how are we speaking to them? I think so many, so often communities speak to their, to their people in ways that feel either too formal or feel too professional and don't feel colloquial, right? I think why I, I really sort of resonate so much with the way you speak to your community is like it, you speak to them like you're talking to a best friend and that's sort of how we speak to our community as well. And so that, that language piece is such an important part of that front lines or email communication, your text communication, your your event bright, your event ticketing communication, all of that languaging matters so much. So I think the, la- the fact that we took such care in this crawl method defining our community, I think is what guided our success today. That's awesome. One of the pieces of what you shared, right, is that it didn't have to be perfect. You were just, it was a social, it yeah. was an experiment, right? And everything, right. every new idea, when implemented, is an experiment. Will this That's work? Right. Will people like it? You know, and, and most folks don't see, when they see someone like you or anyone who's created something, they don't see how many ideas you tried and failed at, right? Like I have, I have <sighs> more, you know, books and, and different ventures I tried and none of them stuck until Miracle Morning, right? And like, you just, you know, yeah. so you've oh, got yeah. to be willing to experiment and risk and fail forward. Yeah, and also like pick yourself back up again. Here's a wild stat for you, Hal, and, and for everyone listening. 90% of first-time entrepreneurs fail, right? 90% of first-time entrepreneurs fail. 90% of second-time entrepreneurs succeed, wow. but only 10% try again. Wow, right? that's a really so, interesting... So, Go ahead. Can I say it again? So yeah, run through the stats again. Yeah, so ninety percent of all first-time entrepreneurs fail. Okay. Ninety percent of all second-time entrepreneurs succeed, but only ten percent try again. Mm. So ten percent of that ninety percent who fail. fail will try again, and of that ten percent tried again, ninety percent of that ten percent will will succeed because they learn from their mistakes and they had the the chutzpah, the courage, the yeah. the energy, the pick myself up back again and we do this again type of attitude. And I think I've I'm going through this right now. I've had two very successful startups under my belt. I've had one hostile takeover uh, where my literally my investors took my business from me um, after I ran it for five years and I sh- have nothing to show for it. I have another two startups I've started since Daybreaker and since I've sold things two of which have ended in the dumpster. One of them has, en- has ended in a lawsuit. Another one that... So I'm just like going through, even as a seasoned entrepreneur, you go through all kinds of trials and tribulations. And every partner that you bring on to a new venture is a trust fall. And I've been probably effed in every way possible. Yeah. Whether it was an investor, whether it's a co-founder, whether it's a partner, whether it's a customer, there's been a carnage of suffering that I have picked myself up from, dusted myself off, and I am I, I continue to, to fail forward and learn from my mistakes or learn from my not mistakes, my learnings with more grace and more sort of more like ha 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 about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that's really where now that in my forties I have like probably like eight startups under my belt now, of which three 
are still alive and doing well. I like look at all the new projects that I'm starting. I'm starting a new one now as we speak for my child and it's all around sort of zero single use plastics and trying to get rid of like the way children's snacks are sort of experienced by all families, trying to like mm. really figure out and solve for the snack food industry in general for the way we feed our children and also the dusting of fruits and vegetables anyway on a mostly filler based snack food industry. Yeah. So I'm just like working on that right now as a concerned mother for the future of our, of our country and our environment, our planet. But so I'm, I'm constantly thinking what are new problems I want to solve and now I have a deeper Rolodex with whom to solve it. I have deeper, deep, deep, deep wisdom around all the failures that I've had yeah. that I can bring with me to future startups. And I'm going to continue building and solving problems for the rest of my life. Like that's just part of my dharma. I love that. And anybody listening, if you are an entrepreneur or if you're not, think about that. That is one definition of an entrepreneur is someone who is solving problems, right? And I've I've heard people that are really passionate about how entrepreneurs are are people that are changing, like that are those that are going to change the world are those that are entrepreneurs. A true entrepreneur is someone who not just tries to make a bunch of money, you know, <laughs> and not just does something for themselves that benefits themselves and nobody else. A real <laughs> true blue like entrepreneur, right? The spirit of entrepreneurship is what problems are out there in the world that I'm passionate about solving? And then I'm going to take action. I'm going to create solutions to solve those problems. So I love that you are, right? You're a true blue, fun, like following <laughs> that fundamental, real spiritual, if you will, entrepreneurship. So thank you for that. Mm, that means a lot to hear. Thanks, Hal. So you mentioned your Rolodex is a lot deeper. That's a great segue into Oprah. So I'm on Daybreaker's site through the day, and I knew this. I, I had seen this a while back. Pictures of you and Oprah, you know, buddy, buddy, and right, just like anybody has pictures with buddy, buddy with Oprah. But no, you. Uh, I was on the site and I was watching videos of Oprah on your stage or maybe stages, introducing you, like dancing with you at a Daybreaker in a stadium with ten plus thousand, maybe twenty thousand people. How'd that happen? <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually quite quite the opposite. We were invited by Oprah on her tour. Oh, so wow. she so she did a nine stadium tour. It's sort of like one of her last sort of like big tours that she's mm. doing really to promote wellness. She she always says that, you know, I really want to be an agent for health and wellness. I, I, being a talk show host has always been such an exciting, epic experience in my life. But where I really feel I can leave an imprint is in the health and wellness of not only just humans in general, but especially my BIPOC um, brothers and sisters. And so she, she really launched this tour called the Oprah uh, WW sort of wellness tour and mm. a 2020 vision tour. And she invited us to actually open every stop of her tour. Every so single we, one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we were tasked with, you know, and I think it was so brilliant of what, you know, of her and her team, who we ended up first doing two big events with, with her and her team in the summer for the Global Wellness Day. We did two events with them, Essence Fest and in Los Angeles. And it just was such a smash hit that she was like, okay, this feels like a really good collaboration for my wellness tour that I'm doing. So what I thought was really interesting about what she did was, you know, most people who would bring in openers before the main act comes on is typically like an opening speaker or an opening less known band to come in and introduce the, the main band or the main speaker. But what she was interested in doing was actually uniting the community in her stadiums. And that's really what we do as community architects and sort of fire starters. So our, what we did was we came on stage, we, they gave us like 30 minutes to basically really create a cohesive communal environment on stage through a, 
a morning energy boost, a dance party, essentially a daybreaker condensed in the 30 minutes where we also just got all the audience connecting, high-fiving, meeting each other. So by the time Oprah came out, there was just this hearth of community, a hearth of joy, a hearth of magic that was just waiting for her. And so I just love that, that, that her strategy and her team strategy of bringing on a community fire starter rather than just an entertainer to open the experience. I just thought that that was really, really brilliant. And it allowed us to flex our muscles in new ways too. Like we've got a 30 minute slot. We've got 15,000 people. We're on a stage. We sent 20, 30 people out in the audience to dance and connect and, and build connections sort of out in the wild. I ran off stage, my whole, you know, all of us ran off stage too at many, many points during 30 minutes to dance with the, with the community out in the wild. But it was such an exciting sort of new social experiment for us to really be playing in through the lens of this new format, 30 minutes on stage, yeah, yeah. 15,000 person stadium across nine cities, different, each city being so different in the way they sort of experience the arts and, and each other. So it was a wild, incredible adventure. And then one week after the last stop of the Oprah tour in Denver, COVID happened. Oh, and so we wow. went from a literally a 15,000 person stadium to then pivoting to huh. virtual one week later. And one week after the Oprah tour, we were doing 30,000 person events on the internet, dancing in my living room and emceeing for double the size of the Oprah stadiums in the comfort of my living room wow. with 30,000 people in 125 countries and 1,200 cities around the world. So it was just like such a wild Aladdin kind of genie in the bottle moment of like going from large stadium to itty bitty living space you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. anyway so that was a whiplash but, but, and yet reaching more people which is so interesting yeah. right yeah it, it ended up being we we end up yeah reaching over yeah three hundred fifty thousand people over the course of you know 20 now 30 episodes we didn't sat every saturday we committed to showing up for our community and giving dance and communal experience in a time that we were so isolated and i know that from receiving hundreds of letters from our community members that we, we walk people off, off the ledge of suicide. We walk people mm. off, off the ledge of deep, deep depressions. I'm really, really proud of our fast pivot in service of continuing to keep the dance alive in people's hearts and souls, you know? So yeah, yeah. it was yeah, a wild, I think about wild that. Year. You know, I have not been to a daybreaker yet. I'm going to try to get to one of the spots on the tour, but, <laughs> but I can only imagine like for anybody listening to me, the impact of daybreaker, just, just in my imagination, it, extends so far beyond the day, right? Like to me, it all like to me, it infuses your soul with everything that happens there. Just that love and that energy and that sense of community and camaraderie, as you said, and the mischief and all of it, right? To me, that's that would stay with you forever. Like I could imagine I'm having a tough day and I just get put my hand on my heart and get back <laughs> into my daybreaker, you know, <laughs> dance. And I know it's part of us are bringing the Miracle Morning together is is also bringing your people like, hey, check this out. You can take this Miracle Morning practice and bring the Daybreaker experience into your every single day rituals and routines. Talk about what's Daybreaker doing in 2022. Yeah, so we are doing four 10-city tours across the country. We're calling it the Joy Tour, the return to, of collective joy when we were all alone for so long. So it's, yeah. one, it's, the, it's four 10-city Joy Tours. So the wonder tour is starting now. Each kind of theme of, of each of the tours is connected to joy. So wonder, nature, 
culture and nuit, which means night in French. It's the evening experience. So each series is connected to, to joy. We also launched Daybreaker Plus, which is our online sort of day-to-day way to integrate. I actually would love you, Hal, Hal, to come on Daybreaker Plus is platform to teach all the amazing Miracle Morning stuff that you share so we can, again, continue cross-pollinating your amazing work with our Daybreaker community. So this is like right here in front of all of your community members. You got to come and do this with us as well because we want to gospel out your amazing um, rituals that you have taught your morning that we're actually teaching uh, or we're partnering on at Daybreaker on these tours as well. So yes, we launched this online platform so you can access joy practices every day to integrate them, to create habits around joy and really orienting your life to joy. So I really feel like Miracle Morning needs to be on this platform and we really want to introduce our community to the work that you and this community are doing as well. So lots more to talk about. So those are the two main things that we're focusing on is, is backing back on tour. Oh, and we just booked, the, I'm telling you guys this, but we just booked Red Rocks in Denver, Colorado. Ooh, the so iconic, a real the iconic venue. Iconic Red Rocks. We're doing that April 10th. You heard it here first for the nature tour. And so we're announcing those tickets in the next week or two. So you'll, you'll hear about it very soon. But yeah, so wanting to integrate Daybreaker and now hopefully Miracle Morning every day in the Daybreaker community as well as daily practice. And then, of course, cross-pollinating all of our sort of like-minded values and communities together as well as a big part of our push for 2022. Very cool. Well, I'm very, very excited for this partnership. I've been telling, <laughs> I've told Bree many times, thank you, thank you, thank you for, <laughs> you know, she was persistent for like seven years. She, did, she doesn't <laughs> let stuff go. She makes it happen once she has a vision for something. So if you're listening to this, go to daybreaker.com forward slash world. Daybreaker, D-A-Y-B-R-E-A-K-E-R, daybreaker.com forward slash world. And you can see the tour date. So uh, last weekend was Miami. Tomorrow it's in Washington, D.C. And it's in Atlanta on the 26th of April. So these are, I'm sorry, of February. These dates are February, March. And then the last date on this tour is April 2nd in San Francisco. And before that, it's New York, Chicago, Antarctica, Denver, Los Angeles, Atlanta, And again, tomorrow in Washington, D.C., go to daybreaker.com forward slash world and then use the code Miracle Morning, members of our community, and you will get two things. You'll get 10% off of your ticket. And the tickets are only like 30 bucks. I mean, it's not, they're not expensive, but you get 10% off your ticket and you get a free membership to Daybreaker Plus, the platform that Radha just mentioned. And again, you, for the first time, like you'll do the Miracle Morning live at a Daybreaker led by uh, Radha's team, world-class facilitators. So Rada, thank you so much for allowing me to join in the fun that that you create, the joy that you create for so many people. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you also for just being such an amazing leader of making everyone's morning so miraculous. And I just, yeah, I've also been following, you know, the work that you're doing. And also like one of the biggest things I would point to my team was just the chatter on your Facebook groups and just the level of connection and the level of like cheerleading each other. I've honestly never seen a community as engaged as you are Miracle Morning community. So I would often in so many of my talks that I would give, so many conferences I would speak at or workshops I would teach, I would actually point to your Facebook group as a community that is an example of what incredible online or like remote community looks like and the level of belonging that people felt and continue to feel in being part of these groups continues to be. And and it was just 
So hats off to the work that you're doing and the community that you're bringing together all around the world. It's really cool how. Thank you. I couldn't agree more with how amazing the Miracle Morning community is. And uh, yeah, no, so I appreciate I literally, I couldn't have said it better. That was, that was beautiful. So, well, if you're, again, if you're listening, check out daybreaker.com forward slash world, and then find a city in your area. And if there's not a city on this tour that you can get to, opt in, give your info, whatever you can do on the site so that you're notified. And of course, I'll let you all know of the next tour that starts in April. And again, use the code Miracle Morning at checkout and you will get the 10% off your ticket and you'll get a free membership to Daybreaker Plus. Goal achievers, members of the Miracle Morning community, I love you. And uh, I can't wait for y'all to connect in person at a upcoming Daybreaker event. Take care and I'll talk to y'all next week. Thank you, Hal. Bye, Rada. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 